In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. When your wife says, how do I look? If you say fine, you're in trouble. But if you say, oh baby, you look so fine, you're okay. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, where we interview specialists in the realm of manhood. Each of our guests is an expert in their chosen field or cause as it relates to men. Our conviction is for you to become your best by calling you into the arena of manhood, calling you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and calling you up to your absolute best version of you. Because when you get it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we, we salute you. you. Guys, thank you for listening to this episode of The Men in the Arena. This is Equipping Men in 10. Today it might be Equipping Men in 12. Anyway, I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here with our producer, co-host, and good friend, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? I'm really nervous about this podcast. Yeah, you should, because it's uh. going to be a pop quiz for you. We're going to jump right into the meat of this podcast, and the podcast title today is How to Understand a Woman's Words. Let me rephrase that. How to understand <laughs> your woman's words, because the only words I need to understand of any woman on this planet are my wife's words, and I guess for men who have daughters. How to understand what your daughter is saying. So, guys, uh, I, I love a, a company called Primos. They make hunting calls, and their tagline is, speak the language. And so we need to, as men, learn to speak the language of women. They need to understand how to speak ours. You know, we use different words and phrases to describe different things. It's just the way it is. And so, uh, for example, when a woman says, I have nothing to wear, and when a man says, I have nothing to wear, they're different. When a woman says, I have nothing to wear, she, she's saying, I have nothing new to wear. When a man says, I have nothing to wear, he's saying, I have nothing clean to wear. And so we do communicate different. Everson Egricks in his book, Love and Respect, calls this speaking pink and blue. So women wear pink hearing aids. They put on pink glasses. They see things through the world of pink. And they communicate because of that differently. Now, a lot of women, I, I did a poll on social media, and uh, there were women out there that, say, that said, oh, I, I speak just like he speaks, and it's just not true. It's I'm, we're, I'm laughing when I see these comments. I'm like, it's not true. Nobody You have is. no idea uh, how, how different we really are. Here are two major differences. Again, I'm speaking generally. There may be a few unicorns out there. First thing is men are visual communicators. Women are audible communicators. So when if you want to communicate to a man, give him a picture he will sear that in his brain. He'll understand that. Where women, you need to give her words. You need to describe it in detail. Okay? So second thing about us that's different is men are direct 
communicators. In other words, men are linear communicators. We speak exactly what we say, we say it in fewer words, and we just get to the point where women tend to be interpretive communicators. In other words, where men are linear, women are circular. I'll tell you what, Dale, I don't know about you, bro, but... I've sat in rooms with when where women were meeting and I was the only man and it's exhausting to <laughs> listen to them communicate with each other and they say some vicious things indirectly and they it's just really a, it really is uncomfortable quite frankly for me to sit and listen to somebody's conversations but it's very natural for them. So what I'm going to do today Dale is I'm going to give you a pop quiz. I've come up with some questions and I've quizzed several of our arena women and I've asked them to respond and I'm going to I'm going to give you a phrase that a woman will say and you need to tell me what she really means. Okay? And I'm talking about Heather right now. Mm-hmm. So this may not be Heather saying it, but I want you to do this. I'm going to grade you and if you pass with a 90% or better, I'm going to take you out to lunch. Okay? <laughs> okay, so here we go. Your wife, you ask your wife you're, you ask your wife what she's thinking, and she says nothing. Oh, what yeah. does that mean? Oh, she's thinking. She's thinking about something. And it's probably something I did. Okay, so she <laughs> nothing means you're in deep poo poo, and and she's really upset with yeah, you. Yeah, what's really going on? Nothing. And, and okay, if yeah, if she's in a good mood. She'll she'll share with me. What does it mean when a man says he's thinking about nothing? I'm in my nothing box. It means he's and it makes her mad. He's literally, ladies, I'm literally thinking about nothing. She says, it's not fair that you have a nothing box. I want to go to your nothing box. I'm like, you got to stay out of Keep it. Keep your nothing out of my nothing, because when your nothing comes into my nothing, that's everything. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give you a correct answer on that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Kim uh, responded on our post. She said, I'm fine. So what, she described what that means, but what does it mean when your wife says, I'm fine? Again, I think it's almost the same question. She's not fine. There's something going on, and you got to, like, you're trying to, even when my daughters say it, um, usually it's like, oh, gosh, okay, I need to start asking questions to try to get to the deeper issue. Yeah, so Kim says, it means I'm so angry right now, I think you should take the child and go into witness protection. <laughs> yeah, saw that. Well, you know what's funny? You know what's funny also is, and if you know Kim, she's really a hilarious person. Uh, what, what, what was interesting, too, is when your wife says, how do I look? If you say fine, you're in trouble. But if you say, oh, baby, you look so fine, you're okay. <laughs> so you got to be careful because fine for her means I'm going to go change my clothes because I don't look right, right? Okay, number three, you tell Heather you're going to go run some errands, and she asks you to take her car. Oh. it Usually she doesn't ever ask me this. I know where this is going. She needs gas in her car. But she doesn't – I just do that. Okay. She, um yeah, when I run errands and we're both home, I will take hers because mine's a diesel rig and hers is a gasser. And I usually get in it and I'm like, seriously, it's on empty. So <laughs> I fill it up for her. Okay, that's, you know, for example, guys, if your wife ever asks you to take her car, the next words out of your mouth should be, what do you need me to do for you, sweetheart? Is What can I do with you while I'm yeah. using your car? Because she, there's a reason why she's wanting you to take the car. Okay, next one. I think we're on question. So you're three for three, Dale. Uh huh. Okay. In this scenario, your wife asks you. So you're going to the store, all right? And she says, or you're going out. You tell her you're going to run errands, and she asks you this question: Are you going to the store, honey? What does that question really mean? Um. Well, I'm a man of a lot of words, so usually I tell her when I'm going to the store. Um. 
And so we have an app called Cozy, and it has all of our shopping list on it, so I know what we need. Um, in the past, it would have been maybe I need some lady products. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep. We don't have to worry about that. We, there was a little surgery. Yeah. And so, but yeah, I, I see where you're going with that. So she's asking you to go buy something for her. Yeah, well, you know, and and, I'll, and here's the other deal, guys. If, if you go, if she does ask you to go buy tampons or whatever, Bring her back a Snickers. <laughs> bring her back a candy bar. Uh, bring her back something that will say, I'm sympathized with what you're feeling right now, honey. <laughs> Don't say, oh, are you PMSing? Okay. Uh, so you're watching TV, Dale, mm-hmm. and you get up off the couch, and your wife says, where are you going? I'm going to get you a cup of water, or what would you like to drink? Would you like me to bring you back something, honey? Yes, you're 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 batting a thousand, bro. Popcorn, yeah, my when Shanna cream, when Shanna says, "Where are you going?" She'll say, "Where are you going?" And I'm like, uh, "Do you want some popcorn? Do you want me to make you some popcorn? Really? Do you want me to fill up your ice water? You're, you're so, so sweet to me." <laughs> okay, buddy. Here we go. Here we. This is this could be the one that knocks you off your throne. Your wife walks out in the morning getting ready for work and she says, Does this outfit look does this outfit look good on me? What is your response to what she's really saying? Well, I, I normally look at her and go, Oh yeah, you look good. And then I'll come over to her and I'll like put my arms around her and I'm like, Hey baby. And then she's like, You're a freak. Get away from me. <laughs> but, but okay, so yeah. <laughs> so but she it's uh I, if I do, I have to look at her. If I do not get eye contact with her and look her up and down, then I'm in trouble. If you just say, oh, yeah, you look great. Yeah, you're big trouble. You need to look at her a firmer. Yes, that looks great. Yeah, you that can't just do doesn't. the. You can't just look up and down because I have found women are viciously competitive, more so than men. And my wife, because she's a beautiful woman, she'll walk down the street and women will head to toe her. And, and it's really funny. It, they don't look at her politely, or they look at her with jealous eyes. Mm-hmm. So when my wife, when she walks out of the room and I head to toe her, I have to say something affirming because she feels like I'm like a... She's reading through pink lenses, right? When women look at that, they're like, oh, that... You know. But for me, I got to go, oh, baby, you look so pretty. I almost get this daily. Almost. Yeah. yeah. And and I just, the other day, she did that, and I was like, man, that... That I have to like say something like that scarf just pulls that all together and those shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so here we go. You're five for five, buddy. Woo-hoo. So Belinda wrote in with this question. When she asks this question, what are you thinking? Oh, what is she really doing? She wants to know if you're thinking about her. Is am I really on your mind? Am I a part of your life? Um. But usually, like, when my wife asks me that, I might be sitting there just, like, staring at a crack in the wall, and I'm thinking of nothing. And, okay, but, so let's say you're in your nothing box. This is really important to Belinda. You're in your nothing box, and she asks you, what are you thinking? What's the only thing you shouldn't say? Nothing. Correct. Yeah. But I'm, like, I'll tell... I'm like, well, what is she really saying? What Heather says to me is she goes, are you in your nothing box right now? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, that's not fair because she's got everything in life running through her head. So, so what, what is, so I'm I'm not giving you this yet. I'm not convinced that you You want me to lie to her. No. When she says, what are you thinking? I'm thinking, what is she really asking? If you're thinking of her, if she's important to her, to you. I'm going to give you a no on that. Oh, whatever. Yep. 
Oh, and whatever. here's why. Because Belinda says she's really saying, I want to have a conversation with you. So get out of your damn nothing box and focus on me. So you're half right. I'm going to give you a 50-50. Thank you very much. I'll give much. you a point, point five on that. you're How wrong, about that? that's okay. Whatever. I'm okay, number six. This is from Danelle, and Danelle asked this question to her husband. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> what does that question mean? Am I part of your plans for the weekend? Dude, you hit that right out of the park. That's oh. like word for word what she said. That's crazy because I read social media. Oh, did you read I the I read answers? all these last night. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm giving you a wrong <laughs> on that. What a loser. Okay, so no, Laura. I, again, I, I never have. My wife, everything is on this cozy app that we have, so everything's listed out. So she doesn't usually go, you know, what are you doing this weekend? She might say, hey, so what are your plans for today? And I'll look at cozy and I'm like, well, we got this thing and we got this thing. You want to go out? Can we do that? So what? Even though you have the app, she's not really asking you what you're doing because she already knows. So you have an you have an easy one right here. She's saying to you, "I you know I know we have the cozy app." She's so well, I want to know what you want she's to doing, do with me. My wife has schooling right now and a bunch of other stuff. So she's saying, "Can you can you be gone with the kids so I can get my schooling done?" Oh, she's not saying squeeze me in. <laughs> so Laura, Laura, today's Valentine's Day. Uh huh. And Laura said this when she says this isn't even a question hey did you give me a point for that last yeah one? i'm giving it to you so far you're a, you've got all but one half of a point i should have six and a half yeah whatever six point yeah you're at 6.5 there you go thank you okay so laura said this when she makes this statement around a holiday or a valentine's and the statement is don't buy me anything don't buy me anything mm-hmm. you, now that's a direct statement so what does that mean Honestly, I, I read the things in there, and most of the women said, no, you go buy me something. They really wanted him to buy her something. Yeah. Um, and something with some thought behind it. I will usually go and buy her something when she says that anyways, but she's like, how are we paying for this? Now, did you look at QuickBooks? Everything has a place where it goes. Now, where are we taking this from? So sometimes I get in trouble for doing it. Well, here's the deal. Today's Valentine's, and I, I have made a list of a hundred things, a hundred reasons why that I love Shannon. That costs nothing, and that costs nothing. Right. So just because she said "Don't buy me anything" is not a hall pass. Yes. Don't buy me anything. So you could right. say, "Well, honey, you said don't buy me anything," and she may say, "Well, why didn't you make a card? Right. Why didn't you tell me you love me? Do something. With why thought. didn't you make dinner for me? Why didn't you?" The, most of the things in life that we can do to honor our wives has nothing to do with buying them anything. Mm-hmm. So we—that's a kind of a trick question. So this morning I made blueberry pancakes, sausage and eggs, and made coffee and sent her off to work with the full tummy. Okay, good job, man. Yeah, good job. So Marie. Ask this question: What's your schedule like this week? In other words, what does what does that mean? I think she too was wanting to know where I fit into that. So again, are you thinking of me? Yeah. Do what's you your plans? schedule like? In other words, are we having a date night? Right. Where am I blocked into this? Mm-hmm. I have a friend of mine who's a great friend of mine, and his wife will say, "Where was I in that?" Mm-hmm. You know, so he'll say he'll do something. Where was I in that? Oh, well, you weren't there at all. You get to clean the fish when I get back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where was I? You want to help me clean the fish? No, no. Anyway, last question. Shauna asks, and her question's a little bit, I would say, under the surface, a little deeper here. Uh, If she asks you a question, anything that has to do with looks related, how are my eye makeup? How's that? these pants? How are my shoes? How's my hair? Anything looks related. 
What's your next response? Oh, man. Look at her, and you got that, like, oh, baby, you are beautiful. That is perfect. Um, I like that commercial <laughs> with Abe Lincoln. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. wife. laughs> this dress make me look fat? Uh, a little. <laughs> it's not okay to be honest, Abe. <laughs> Just a little fat. It's like putting a little bit of poop in your brownie. Yeah. Just a little bit of poop. You know, it doesn't matter. And then the, my daughters will walk by, and they're like, oh, my gosh, you can't wear that with that. You know, And she's like, what? But Dad said. They're like, oh, my gosh, that is so not in style. And I'm like, shut up. Lying your in mom the name of Jesus. Your awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think there's, you know, and I, I, I'm a firm believer in, in women and equality and women in the workforce. And I'm a very strong proponent of strong women because I realize weak women have hurt men. And weak women have hurt our society, just as weak weak males hurt our society. But women do have a, a most women, again, I'm being general, are very insecure in their appearance. We live in a world uh, where pornography is running rampant, where the media is is portraying a wrong view of women, you know. And so women are so insecure about their appearance. And our job as men, you know, we married this woman. She's the most important person on the planet to us. She's the person in our life that we be with forever. She's the one with our ring on her finger. I'm the one with her ring on my finger. She's my lock screen. She's my home screen. Gosh darn it. She better think she's the most beautiful woman on the planet. And I need to affirm her daily in that look in that. So, Hey guys, thanks for Dale. Thanks Dale. You uh, pass with a 9.5, 95%. Uh, good job. I know you cheated a little bit uh, going on social media. Cheat. I did homework, but uh, Hey, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. The guy that said that to me, cheated on his wife and she divorced him. Anyway. Uh, hey guys, you've been listening to the men in the arena podcast. We've some amazing free resources for you. We want to help you in your journey to become your best version. Again, if you are a guy who's a missionary or you live in an underdeveloped country, our resources are free for you in electronic version. Also, guys, download our free Men in the Arena app. It may still be under the Great Hunt for God. We are in transition. We have tons of resources to help you come along in your journey. And make sure you join our closed Facebook forum for men with men from around, thousands of men from around the country. Uh, Guys, go pick up a copy, as you'll hear in our outro, of my field guide, which is our daily bathroom book for men. Uh, You do that. Give us your email. We'll add you to our equipping blast. Keep giving us your feedback back. Uh, Keep uh, reviewing us on iTunes. If you give us a positive review and we pull your name out of the hat, we will uh, send you some swag with the men in the arena. So, guys, until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Understand your wife. And grind it out and be a man. And be a man. Sorry, Dale. You can't take that away from me. I did not be a man. Sorry, Dale. <laughs> this is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world on our closed Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. In our passion to help all arena men, we're offering an excellent free resource when you visit our homepage at meninarena.org. Simply give us your email, and we'll send you a free PDF version of Jim's book for men called The Field Guide, a bathroom book for men. It's a daily study of manly words in the Bible explained with great stories. Thank you for listening to this episode, the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, thank you for joining men in the arena from around the world who are becoming their best version. And remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins.
What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.